Welcome to the Bridegroom Speaks podcast. In today's episode, Father Michael Stalla, spiritual advisor for Hope's Garden, talks to us about the merciful love of Jesus, our Bridegroom. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about the Bridegroom and his great mercy for us. The Bridegroom is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is fully human and therefore loves like we do, but also fully divine, meaning his love is perfect. In his perfect love, he is also able to see deep within our hearts. It was many times in scriptures that he seems to walk around and know what people are thinking before they say it, before they express it. Why do you hold such things in your hearts? It's a little puzzling for him why we so often distorted what we saw and often questioned his motivation. And he says, you should really understand who I am. I am showing you through my miracles, through my words, through my sacrifice. I am the one who loves you. And perhaps it's because we live in a world where people do a lot of deception. People show us one face while inside they're thinking something else. And we had been burned so many times, we find it hard to trust. But Jesus is unlike anyone in this world. In his perfect love, he not only sees you, but he is who he presents to you. He's not putting on a face. He really loves you. Because of his way of seeing past any mask that we would have, he also sees that you are imperfect. Now, this is part of God's design. And it's one of those things that we often get frustrated with. Let me start with a kind of a big picture. Did you ever notice, and I'm sure you have, the world is imperfect. There's a lot of things. I mean, we almost could guarantee with anybody that you argue with, something's broken in this world. I don't even care if you're an atheist, you're gonna say, yep, something's broken in this world. The very fact that we can think about that means that we already know that there is a perfection. That perfection is waiting for us in heaven, but we're not there yet. In this imperfect world, sometimes we argue, God, why didn't you do this better? God, why don't you make it perfect? To which God says, I did, it's heaven. You're not there yet. But God did something more. In the imperfection of earth, he has created something so much more magnificent than I think we often understand. It has to do with the fact that we are truly free. And in order to be truly free, it means we can choose the way of God, but we're not little pawns. We're not little robots. Sometimes we choose another path. And this leads to the miseries and difficulties that come from walking away from the perfect path of the Lord. Of course, this gets exaggerated over time as generation after generation. And the fact that we're just mere mortals in a world that has earthquakes and hurricanes, and that creates more and more reasons why we say, God, why'd you do it this way? And God says, I did it perfectly. We don't fully understand that, do we? but we trust him. Now coming down to a micro, you were designed perfectly. It's not always the way you would have it, is it? Sometimes we say, God, why didn't you make me taller or smarter or more patient? God, why didn't you give me these gifts and those gifts that I see other people have? And God says, you're perfect. You're exactly as you were meant to be. You are not missing anything. 
We say, God, why don't you do it better? He says, do you really think I don't know what I'm doing? I know you look around the world and you think that it's so imperfect, but I tell you, I made it perfect. When you get to heaven, you'll see it in a clearer light. The same is true about you. You are exactly as you're supposed to be. And when you get to heaven, you will see yourself in the proper light. You will see yourself the way God sees you. We can only do this by analogy. I like to imagine that when I get to heaven, I'll be thinner. You know, My skin's going to be perfect. My hair is going to grow in. But all of those are analogies, really. It really has nothing to do with those things. Those things are just analogies of the imperfections I see in me now won't be there. They won't be considered imperfections at all. We might say, well, what about my sinfulness? And this is the problem with the world. The world is kind of the result of all the sins over the generations. And I am a result of the sins, my own, and being the victim of other people's sins that has accumulated over my lifetime. And we look at that as being an imperfection. And God almost wants to say, you know, heaven wouldn't really be heaven if we didn't have earth. It's only because you've lived on earth that you will ever understand how beautiful and wonderful and great a gift heaven is. And the same is true about you. It's only because of all the mistakes that you've made and the results that have come from all that suffering that you will ever understand how great a gift heaven will be for you. If you could start to see yourself in his light, you can see how quickly he is ready to forgive you. He wants to forgive you so much. He literally died for you. It didn't matter to him how many sins you did. It didn't matter to you how grave those sins were. He was ready to lay down his life for you. Who's hung up on the sinfulness? It isn't God. It's us. Jesus says, stop judging. You will not be judged. The hardest thing for us to do is not learn how to be merciful to other people. That's relatively easy to do. It's how do we stop being judgmental against ourselves? Well, there's two reasons why that's hard. One, you are a work in progress and you don't wanna make the mistakes you made in the past. And two, this world has judged you according to your past mistakes and you think they're right. Or if they actually knew you, they would see your imperfections and then they would be right in judging you. I don't care what they say. I think it's good that we don't make our same mistakes over and over again. Memory is a beautiful thing. But memory also means I think that I am the person of my past. But in God's eyes, you are a work in progress. And what a beautiful work you are. And if you could take all of your experiences and become the shining star he intended you to be, he would forgive you in a heartbeat. You are way too hard on yourself. And to be able to let that go means I don't even judge myself. It was St. Paul who said that. I judge no one. I don't even judge myself. I don't judge myself to be good or bad. I judge myself in no way. Now, I judge some of the mistakes I made. I turn to my past and I say, yeah, that was a mistake. Don't want to do that again. But I don't hold on to that as crucial to my identity. I have to learn to forgive. The only way to forgive myself 
is to see myself through his eyes, to let my whole being believe in his word. And when Jesus says, I forgive you, to let that change reality as much as when Jesus said, let this water become wine, or let this bread become my body, or let the blind open their eyes, or let the dead walk from their tombs. When Jesus spoke, the reality changed. And when he says, I forgive you, let that mercy in. Do not block it. Trust in his word and see yourself through his eyes. He has come to save you, not to condemn you. The only one who has the right to judge, the only one, is God. Have I got good news? You know the judge, and the judge loves you. So let Jesus declare you good or evil. Don't you take his place. Perhaps a summary of the entire Bible is this. I will be your God, and you will be my people. Let God be God. Don't take over any of his jobs, not even to judge yourself. Let God be God. For more resources and our consecration to Christ the Bridegroom, visit hopesgarden.com, the sanctuary where the spousal love of Christ the Bridegroom heals hearts, marriages, and families. You may also want to join our community powered by Mighty Networks. Download the Mighty Networks app and find us at Hope's Garden.